everybody. Good morning to you. Welcome to Thursday, guys. It is the 21st day of January 2021. one 21 if you're keeping track at home. My name is Nick. There's Radio's Big J right over there. Yeah. Doing Big J things. Welcome to your Thursday show. Damn right. It is a show that will contain a nerd alert. Those of you that are looking forward to the nerdy side of things, a gaming update to be oh, sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, will be happening over the course of the program today. We have another shot for you to win some Papa Murphy's from us. One of their Boise meal deals. So we got your dinner covered at least uh, for one day this week. So that is nice as well, and additional fun and excitement, including some pop culture smackdown, some bad impressions. That's the table being set. Was it an eventful Wednesday for you, Big J? Um, yeah, I mean, sure. Yeah? Absolutely. Yeah? What was it eventful about it? Uh, went over to... <laughs> we ended up uh, going over to my daughter's for uh, an early senior dinner. As the only thing I can... Why they a were eating... senior dinner? What does that well, mean? You know... You know how they always have the uh, seniors, older people? They You're talking about early birds, special. Really early, yeah. Yeah. They were going to have, uh, what was going to happen was a, a lunch with, uh, a lunch was supposed to occur, and that didn't happen, and then it, it turned into like a super early dinner, like at three o'clock, they made spaghetti. And you ate it? They wanted us to come over, yeah. And so we, we hung out and <laughs> had a really early dinner, and you know, it's pasta. Now, was I was it, in bed by 6 o'clock. I was going to say, was it in fact dinner for you, or did it you end up well eating it like I 8? Mean, I was, because you were still hungry. It was, uh, I did have some leftovers like later at night, because uh, it was weird. Uh, either way, we, we spent some time with the kids, and I nice. uh, came home and watched uh, The Ripper. The Ripper? Yeah. Oh, oh, I watched this as well. Yeah. The, the Netflix? Not, not as good as The Night Stalker tell you that right now you're not happy with the ripper that's okay but you just you know it's all presentation uh i have not watched the night stalker yet it is on my list of things to do but i, I did watch the ripper and i thought it was okay that was it. I, I mean the night, I the night stalker is great it's a great docuseries i mean the only problem with the night stalker that that i can that i can see at least from the outside looking in is i have watched so many of these serial killer documentaries now that i already know enough about the night stalker to wonder if it's going to be worth my time here's here's the reason why i say you should is because you get to know the detectives really well and they're very likable and they do a good job of telling the story of how it unfolded it and how some of the ineptitudes and that's what you find is that they're like the ripper is like man the, the police they're really inept Am I am I so, off base? Uh, it, it was Dirty Harry based on one of the detectives that were involved in the Night Stalker case? Uh, maybe there is some some. Most of it's focused on the Southern California uh, part of it, as opposed to San Francisco. But gotcha. there is some San Francisco in there. But I know possibly, he was. I didn't I, know that. It was some serial killer that 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 the detective that they based Dirty Harry. I would on. probably say that's a good bet right there. It could that. it could have been Zodiac. That was the seventies. So. Morning after with Nick blah, and Big blah, blah. J. Right, we're talking serial killers this morning. Get ready to live. Uh, plus a whole bunch of other stuff, including music like one of Big J's favorite bands. Yeah. Metallica. Uh, he doesn't know any of the words of this song, but he does love this band. It's entertainment. It's late. <laughs> it's the X Rocks. Newsfeed on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Well, Big J, you may have noticed over the last couple of days and weeks that as the number of vaccinations here in the state of Idaho uh, goes up, the number of cases, at least daily, and the number of reported deaths go down, which is very, very good. That means things are working. And the more people get immunized, the more that will go continue to be a little bit more reasonable and so with that being the case maybe it's time to think about things 
getting back to somewhat normal. You know, rebounding the economy a little bit, making sure businesses get open. And in case of Idaho Governor Brad Little, that means getting more asses in the seats at sporting events here in the state of Idaho, Big J. And yeah. uh, the uh, State Board of Education, he would like to revise its school athletic plan to allow more spectators at sporting events. Details of the plan are still being worked out. It will be announced in the coming days, but the governor and Idaho health officials are constantly fielding questions from Idahoans wanting to know when more parents, family, and fans can enjoy local sporting events. And so the answer will be, at least in theory, sooner than you think. So they're going to work that out, maybe make an announcement later on this week, if not early next, to try to get people involved in more sporting events. So if your kids are doing that kind of stuff, maybe soon. You'll be able to watch that in person, which is nice. Told you yesterday as the show wrapped up, Philip Rivers announced that he was retiring, ending his 17-year career. The 39-year-old broke the news in a statement on the Colts' website. Of course, uh, 16 seasons with the San Diego Chargers, one season with the Indianapolis Colts, and he is fifth in career completions, yards passing, and touchdown passes in the NFL. Uh, Of course, he is second among quarterbacks that haven't won a Super Bowl, and eighth overall when it comes to 134 career games as far as wins. He also had a 240 consecutive regular season starts, which was the second longest streak right behind Brett Favre there. So a pretty solid career for Phillip Rivers, although not really any kind of postseason success to speak of, which of course tarnishes things a little bit. And people seem to think he's a pretty easy Hall of Famer. And my, my only argument there is... Like, now, you have to keep in mind, of course, that his numbers and longevity are something to be impressed with. But also, you would have to agree that it's a different game now than it was back in the day, if that makes any kind of sense. And my only complaint and my only real evidence that I have that maybe Philip Rivers should be at least questioned for a Hall of Famer is, at least in my opinion, during his 17 years in the NFL, I think you pick a season and you pretty much could pick five quarterbacks that you'd rather have on your team leading your team than Philip Rivers during his career. And that to me is an issue. Does that make sense? Well, like, yeah, if you're I mean, never you're, you're the, never going to he's never going to be your first choice. Yeah, if you're if you're never in the upper echelon of quarterbacks it, it, while you played, regardless of how long you played, does it make you a Hall of Famer? And and listen, there's plenty of Hall of Famers in there right now that I don't think deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. I mean, I don't think Joe Namath deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. But that's just me. There's no doubt he was a football icon. I just don't think he had the numbers, nor was he that great. In yeah, order to... yeah. You you would like there only to be four or five people in the Hall of Fame. No, 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 not I get at all. It. It's cool. I, I I would like there to be more people in the Hall of Fame than, oh. than they let in. I'm just arguing about the fact that what makes you a Hall of Famer, and I think at some point you had to be considered the best at your position at least for a season or two. Like like Dan Marino. Yes. Clearly, he deserved to be in he the Hall He was the of fame. best quarterback in the NFL for five, six seasons. Yeah. No doubt about it. But never would you go, hey, if I'm starting a franchise today, Phillip Rivers is my first Yeah, player. if you wanted, say, the best player to uh, lose a game for you, <laughs> you would pick Phillip Rivers. No, he's not a terrible quarterback. I don't know, man. The, 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 tell that to Chargers fans. <laughs> I just—he—I don't know where he lands on the all-time interception list, but it's got to be pretty high. Well, listen, the last three years for him were rough. There's no doubt about it. But it's still just weird to me how he was never considered the best at his position or really even close. 
I think that what gets him in is that all-time uh, passing yards. Of course, of course, it's so. it's the longevity in the 16, 17 seasons, and the the ability to to not miss a start and the toughness. All of that stuff is unquestionable. I'm just saying. I wonder, like, to me, in order for you to be an all-timer and get into the Hall of Fame, at some point, somebody would have to say, damn, I'd like that guy on my team. And, you know, not once did I think that with Philip Rivers, ever. Yeah, well, you make the argument about the top quarterbacks, but also, you know, there are a period of time where he would be, even even somebody in the middle of that pack is more reliable than the majority of quarterbacks that are available. So, you know, it's kind of by default. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, congratulations to uh, Jeopardy. Alex Trebek's final week hosting Jeopardy was a ratings hit. Probably not surprised. It was the best ratings for the show in the year 2020, with the last episode earning more eyeballs than any other in a year and a half. Of course, uh, Alex Trebek passed away November 8th, taped his final episodes in October. A permanent host for the show has not yet been named. They're doing guest hosts up until then, but it's nice to see uh, people pay some respects to one of the greatest game show hosts of all time, Mr. Alex Trebek, which is pretty cool. Big J's Nerd Alert on 100.3 The X Rocks. IO Interactive Nick released Hitman 3 yesterday. And while it was supposed to be a triumphant close to a story arc that began with 2016 Hitman game, players have been tripped up by server issues, Nick. And in order to continue progress from the first two games, players can carry over data by syncing progress from Hitman 2 uh, via the IOI profile website. Um, and, but uh, there was a problem. And that problem was every player who got the game was trying to do it at the same time, thus exploding the internet. Uh, and worse, if players weren't successful in carrying over their data, they had no choice other than to be able to wait for that process to compute uh, to complete, uh, or it would wipe out any progress made oh in Hitman Three. Oh my God! 3. What a nightmare! Yeah. So uh, the, the, as of as of uh, let's see, when this story came out uh, here about six hours ago, it still wasn't completely fixed. So you may have had to wait uh, until today at some point to play it. I I plan on playing this game, but I, I told you yesterday I wasn't picking it up right away. Yeah. Thank and, God. And, and, you know, it's it's one of the things, too, is, you know, Hitman 2 in particular, you, you do all these missions and you get all the gadgets and stuff. You were going to be able to carry those on to Hitman 3, which is why so many people were trying to do this. Uh, that would give you a leg up and like make it a little more funner to play without having to redo all of that stuff and get all of those gadgets and things like that. So uh, I understand the frustration that these players are having. Uh, so, you know, be patient and uh, that thing will get taken care of. But that's just the kind of stuff you expect nowadays with technology. Nick the Predator, you're familiar? I am. Uh, the warrior who made his debut in 1987's film Predator is the latest addition to Fortnite. <laughs> Epic Games announced Wednesday that the Predator is now available in Fortnite as part of the game's Chapter 2 Season 5 Battle Pass, and players can unlock the Predator outfit. By leveling up the current Battle Pass, they can earn additional Predator-themed cosmetics by completing Jungle Hunter quests. Those unlockable unlockable cosmetics include the Predator outfit with the built-in bio helmet, online emote, and unique Heat Vision Hunter spray uh, banner and emoticon, and you get to be uh, invisible for a certain period of time. All right. Which will come in handy, I guess, if you suck at Fortnite. Uh, and getting your greasy palms on one of those next-gen consoles, even now in late January... It'll never happen. ...has been nearly impossible. Yeah, you're right, probably. And aside from just having the cash flow to buy the machines, let's not forget they're both about 500 bucks a pop. Availability has been, shall we say, fleeting. And so the game continues... Uh, the game continues of retail companies announcing restocking 
This latest uh, came last night from GameStop.com, who stated yesterday that they will have a limited amount of stock on PS5 and Xbox Series Xs and Nintendo Switch bundles ready to ship today. So if you want to know exactly when you can eventually get started in the purchasing process, only to find out in the end that you got beat out by a scalper bot, <laughs> uh, then they suggest you follow GameStop.com on Twitter. I'm sure they do. Good luck, gamers. Yeah. Again, it has. Uh, I have. Uh, I have admitted defeat in this quest, and uh, I'm just gonna wait. I'm just gonna wait until they're readily available. <clears throat> well, I personally, were you trying to buy one? Sure. Absolutely. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was. Uh, I wanted Probably to find the decision two. Have to make. Um, I, know, I know. I know. You wanted to find two, and uh, that wasn't happening. So uh, I was gonna have to rip one for my family if we got it. <laughs> but yeah, I know it's for it's the greater good. Crazy how difficult it was and still is to find these things. So we'll see. I got a notification here uh, on uh, their Twitter, uh, and we'll see if I, I can pick one. Yeah, up. I saw yesterday that Target was supposed to do some restocking, uh, like today at some point as well, and I was just like, you know. And at this point, I'm not even trying to buy one for myself. But also, you know, you got to realize that there's 900 million other people that are searching out this information the same as you. I mean, it's just, you, you don't, unless dumb blind luck is the only way you're going to get one. Yeah, I want to save my luck for the Mega Millions. <laughs> and then I'll just buy. <laughs> You'll buy PlayStation. I'll buy a GameStop and have them store make one. and have. And be, I think I'm already using my money more wisely. <laughs> you're probably right. Uh, there's your nerd alert, courtesy of Big J. It's the morning after with Nick and Big J coming up. Some important stuff. Let's not forget we're going to go to hell, too. Get Big J. Big J, let's uh, figuratively say you live in a place where there's not a lot of food choices. You understand? The yeah. amount of restaurants that you can go to or that deliver to you or that are available to you are, are limited. Uh, a complaint you've often had. I feel like I live this life. Uh, then maybe you might want to think about visiting the place that has the most restaurants per capita in the United States of America. Times Square. Nope, that was second place. First place? Hawaii, Big J. Hawaii? It has the highest concentration of fast food restaurants in, releva- in relation to its population. About 100 fast food restaurants per 100,000 people. That's as of late last year, the U.S. Census Bureau estimated that the population of Hawaii was a little more than 1.4 million, which could mean that Hawaii has around uh, 1,400 just fast food restaurants in and on the island. Not necessarily need fast food choices. Uh, no, but that that doesn't include all the other oh, restaurants. Oh, oh damn! Are, which are a lot. Coming in second place was New York, of course, which is uh, your guess. It has about 92 fast food restaurants per 100,000 people meaning the state has about 17,906 fast food restaurants. For some perspective, Hawaii's per capita restaurant number is a little over three times the amount recorded in Alaska, which, of course, was the lowest concentration. So uh, when you feel bad about your restaurant choices, just go, hey, at least I don't live in Alaska. Great. Where they're even less prominent than where you are. Uh, I've never been to Hawaii. I can't vouch for it. Uh, but I'm guessing, you know, as a tourist de- destination and also a, a fair weather place, uh, opening up a restaurant's probably a smart move there, right? Probably highly competitive. Yep. Yeah. I'm sure it is. Uh, but maybe, just maybe. I mean, these days, any restaurant situation is competitive, but still. Kyrie Irving returned to the Brooklyn Nets last night, Big J, and what happened? They lost. That's right. In double overtime. He took a couple weeks away for personal reasons. He did score 37 points in his first game back. With Kevin Durant, James Harden, but they lost the Cavaliers 147-135 in double overtime. 
And, of course, uh, he met with reporters and didn't give him a whole lot of information as to why he missed seven straight games. But he said apparently had to uh, work through some issues to find a work-life balance, Big J. And, uh, of course, in his absence, they traded for James Harden, and now they have a big three there in Brooklyn, and they're 0-1 with them. But, again, uh, as we've often learned in the NBA, the regular season means nothing. It's 82 games of pointlessness. As long as you can make the playoffs, it's all that matters. Patrick Mahomes was still in the NFL's concussion protocol Wednesday, but he was able to practice in limited capacity, although uh, I put the word limited in quotation marks because he did everything yesterday. Uh, he was a full participant in practice, but uh, the the Kansas City Chiefs, by NFL rule, had to list him as a limited participant because he's still in the concussion protocol. So that's what happened. Uh, it's looking, however, more probable that he is going to be able to play on Sunday against the Buffalo Bills, which is good for Chiefs fans, good for football fans, I think. That's the matchup we want to see, right? Uh, a healthy Chiefs matchup against a healthy Bills matchup. Uh, nobody wants to see Chad Henney against the Bills unless you're a Bills fan, right? Well, yeah, I mean, even then, you really, I mean, you want to play against the best. Right. Uh, but still, I'm guessing if you're a Bills fan, you'd rather see Chad <laughs> I don't care if you want to play against the best or not. You certainly want a better chance to win. Paul Greengrass is a famous director, Big J. He has done a couple of the Bourne films, and he is also the man behind the camera in the new Tom Hanks movie, News of the World. He was doing a little bit of a press tour and said that he expects that it's going to be about six months, uh, say June or July, before the movie theaters will return to what he considers somewhat normal. He was talking to the BBC about it, and he thinks that uh, they'll be back in cinema sooner than we think. He thinks in about six months things will go back. Of course, his Tom Hanks drama is now largely being viewed on the small screen. Not ideal, he said, but uh, he made it for the big screen, but he understands the restrictions that people have to live with under the current timeline, and so it's understandable, and his basic idea is he just wants as many people as possible to see it. And so uh, you'll have an opportunity to do that. Any interest in news of the world, Big J? Not so far. Uh, Would you see it if it was out in theaters, I guess, is the real question. If we're doing a podcast, sure. Well, what if it wasn't required? No, Did you no, have it zero? It doesn't sound any interest at all. Even though you love Tom Hanks. Yeah, well. And westerns. Yep. What's not to love? What's going yeah. on here? What what is but about a dozen appeal to you? Everything. <laughs> Maybe Tom Hanks. What? I just don't see him as a western guy. Alright. You not buy well, I'm not sure it's an it's an action hero standard western stuff. Uh, but Even I, more reason. I have no idea what it's about. Either way, uh, it's getting decent reviews, I guess, and it's available for you to check out in the comfort of your own home if you'd like to. The Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X Rocks. Arizona is where we're going for today's We're Going to Hell story, Big J. Ah. And when you're moving, it's almost always stressful. Uh, especially if you're moving into a brand new place that you haven't been before. But when you're 18 years old and you're moving into your first new house with your boyfriend, I imagine it can somewhat be exciting as well, sure. Yeah. You know, uh, going out on your own, striking your own little claim in the world and starting things out. And then, Big J, when you move into the place, you start to get like a weird, creepy feeling, you know? Yeah, because there's somebody buried back in the backyard? Not quite. Okay. But you start to get a little bit weirded out because, you know, you start to do some remodeling, and then you realize that there's a a couple mirrors in the house that, like, you can't get off the wall. And you're like, well, that's weird. Shouldn't I be able to, like, move these things? It sounds like that's the beginning of, you know, a, a pretty... Uneventful horror movie. 
Uh, on Netflix? And 18-year-old Annabelle Mickelson uh, was in that exact situation. She moved into this house in Arizona with her boyfriend. And they were trying to do some remodeling. And they noticed two mirrors, one in the bathroom and one in the living room, that just wouldn't come off the wall. Uh, luckily, uh, the boyfriend involved in the relationship can actually do manly things, Big J, unlike us. And so they decided to do a little bit of research because they're like, listen, this is weird that these, you know, mirrors don't come off the wall, right? And so they decided to cut into one of the walls and see. And Big J, what do you think they found? Nothing at all. Nope. The exact opposite. Well, something behind it. Yeah, uh, sure enough, their suspicions were justified. Uh, Each of the mirrors proved to be two-way mirrors. uh, And inside, there were small little rooms behind each mirror and a bunch of wires so that cameras could be hooked up to the uh, the actual rooms inside there. Now, please, please tell me this was an Airbnb or something. No, it's their actual house. Now, the good news is there were no cameras back there, so it's not like somebody was watching them and recording but them. But they things were like that. watching someone do something. At some point, yes. And so that is when Annabelle decided to do a little bit more research. And Big J, she found out there's a reason why when you're 18 moving into your first place that's a house that she got a pretty screaming deal on it. It's because apparently this house used to be a pretty famous drug cartel house and they would hold several parties there doing lots of different things and it was also seemed to be a storage facility for a bunch of the cartel's drugs that the higher-ups wanted to keep an eye on hence the two-way mirrors and the cameras now all that stuff is gone of course oh, a legitimate reason <laughs> a legitimate reason you want to keep an eye on your drugs it wasn't it wasn't a creepy after all right it wasn't to keep an eye on other you know it is weird that one was in the bathroom though i guess maybe if you want to find out if somebody's doing your product that would be a good way for them to run into the bathroom and do a couple of rails and then go about their day but uh, apparently, it wasn't exactly happening, and so uh, that's the uh, the idea behind it. Now, here's where it starts to get a little bit weird, right? Yeah. I don't think that if I found out that my house was a cartel house at one point, I would go public with that kind of stuff. But uh, her TikToks, which is where all this stuff started, ended up going viral. It's got over 3 million views now in the last couple of days and she has said that she's a little bit worried because somebody came to her house and let her know that uh, they know that there's some money on the property and they'll be back for it which come on never a good message to, to get sent to you uh from somebody she said it was just some random person that said that she is she knows or he knows that there is some money buried on the property that belongs to the cartel and yeah well come on in it. let's talk about it no no I don't know if you want to strike up a relationship with the cartel. Either way, that's what's going on. The good news, no cameras involved. The bad news, uh, it's really kind of creepy when you have a couple of two-way mirrors in your house, I guess, right? Well, but, yeah, but you know, now it's explained. No need right. to be creeped out. She had, they have pulled out the wires to uh, maintain the safety, and now they got to patch up the gigantic holes they cut in the walls of the bandsaw. I'd keep it. Figure it all out. Keep the holes in the wall? Keep the, keep the mirrors and everything. Oh, sure. I don't think you have much of a choice unless you want to put cut cameras them out. in there. Get it working up again. <laughs> and put a new drywall. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. About to change Big J's life next on the X. Act- <laughs> 
Nirvana and In Bloom here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. And Big J, something is happening on the internet, a trend that maybe you could get involved in, and maybe, just maybe, you might like it very much. You may not. Oh. But okay. it may be something that at least you can try because you're the only person that I personally know over the age of eight years old that still enjoys Uncrustable Sandwiches. Uh, but you oh, have, I'd, on this I'd, very know show... my wife. There's two people. Well, yeah, but uh, you, you have talked to you me about You know my daughters. It. There's four people. But you are the only person I've talked to Uncrustable. I can get about. you on them on the phone right now. No, 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 I'm good. Uh, but uh, you are an enjoy... You enjoy that sandwich. Agree or disagree, Big J? Yeah. So there is a new thing that is going on that I know you have that you could take part in this that apparently people are swearing by. They are taking their Uncrustable sandwich and they're putting it in their air fryer, Big J. And apparently it is making it like essentially they say it's a combination between like a toasted peanut butter and jelly that will change your life and also almost like a uh, a stuffed French toast, if you will. Now you see you're shaking your head. What's the matter? It doesn't sound. That's not what. I, it doesn't sound like I would like that at all. How come? Actually, because I don't like any of those things you just mentioned. I uh, here's here's what I like about my Uncrustable, uh-huh. okay? Because uh, it's frozen, so it's cold, and then it thaws out, and it's not completely frozen, but it's just got that you know, I don't know. I just like the cool, refreshing jelly part, you know. No, I, I, it's a texture thing, and it's one of the reasons why I like it so much. So you wouldn't get that with this toasted up. That's very, very true. Uh, you, well, the jelly wouldn't be cool and refreshing, I guess. Uh, maybe still refreshing, not necessarily cool. Uh, <laughs> but I am, uh, I am a fan. Like every once in a while, I'll have peanut butter and jelly on toast. I enjoy it very yeah, much. Yeah, and, and the peanut butter gets kind of warm and yeah, gooey. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Mm-hmm. So you can understand why this would be good. Apparently, the air fryer makes these things perfect, and everybody that has tried. Him tried them has said they are fantastic, and so I was going to at least offer it up to you as a chance to perhaps change your life. But apparently, you have no interest Why in making it. Why can't you then do the same thing in the toaster? Uh, well, I mean, it's a little bit different, first of all, because I don't think Uncrustables can fit in it. They're thicker yeah. than, than they... they yeah. no. no, you can fit them in a toaster. Uh, I don't know, uh, but they're not putting them in toasters. That's all I know. They're putting them in air fryers. Well, apparently, it gets done fairly quickly as well. Uh, I did not know. Did you know that they make other flavors of Uncrustables? Well, yeah. Like, not just savory ones, but sweet ones. Like, they make Nutella ones, and they make taco Uncrustables. Did you I know I would that? never eat that. That would be... Whoa. Why not? What do you want a taco-flavored Uncrustable for? Why would a you... a taco-flavored peanut butter and jelly sandwich. It, no, 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 dude. The peanut butter and jelly is not in there anymore. It is now taco stuff inside of the actual Uncrustable. Huh. They don't. They don't combine. Now this. that would make more sense. Air frying that. The peanut butter and jelly does not Listen, stay I in the encrusted box. I don't believe you. No matter what. Uh, apparently, uh, the taco bites ones are fantastic in the air fryer as well uh, as are the Nutella ones. I can't vouch for any of these as I've never had an encrustable, nor do I have an air fryer. Taco bites. But <laughs> what the hell is wrong with the world? There you go. People love tacos, Big J. Why are you surprised? There's all sorts of taco flavored things. Beef crumble. Nick, it's not even taco meat. It's beef crumble. I don't know what beef crumble means. That's the scary part. (laughs) All of this is scary. Either way, if you enjoy a a hot peanut butter and jelly, maybe putting it on a crust. The taco bites reminds me of of, uh, a staple that I kind of grew up with called Pacos. What are Pacos? Pacos, it's like an Indian taco. 
So Native American taco, and it's basically a, um, a a fried bread, and inside it is you know taco meat and cheese and stuff. Are they small and bite sized like pizza rolls? Uh, they can be, but they're not. They're usually more like um, kind of like almost a calzone. Okay, all right. Uh, does it look good? Yeah. Now you're into it. You were grossed out just a second ago, but now you're into the taco bites? Maybe. I'm still kind of skeptical. Well, give but. it a shot. And for those of you that aren't Big J, maybe try your Uncrustables in your air fryer. Apparently, it'll change your life. Here's traffic. Maybe one of your family members would like it, Big J, if you don't. Who knows? You may want to share the trend with On the morning after with Nick and Big J. It's an old saying, Big J. It goes... Money can't buy you happiness. Money! And there's a whole bunch of scientific studies that kind of back that up. But we have, for the first time ever, a very elaborate study from Penn Wharton School that says, you know what? Totally BS. Uh, The study put together nearly 2 million data points from over 33,000 people that helped give them snapshots of their daily lives and found that, guess what? If you've got money... You're probably pretty happy, dude. <laughs> really? I just couldn't imagine. As long as you are in the six-figure range of what you're reeling in, things are pretty positive, my friend. Uh, I don't think we'll ever get there. You might. You're rich, but no. The study found that each dollar somebody makes matters the same to them, even if their salary gets to very high levels once they've crossed the $100,000 barrier. And it feels pretty damn good, dude. The study found that one of the main reasons money makes people happier is it gives you more choices. But the study emphasized that money isn't the only thing that happiness is about. That's part of the problem as well. Uh, The study found that money might be good for happiness. Uh, People who equated money and success were less happy than those who didn't. So there's that. It's not the only factor in your happiness, but uh, listen, here's here's the real knowledge that this study dropped on you you're probably going to be happier if you've got some cash in the bank than if you're living you know paycheck to paycheck yeah uh and i don't think that's that much of a surprise but you know uh money can't buy you happiness is not a lesson for knowledgeable adults of the world it's what you tell your kids so they don't become you know materialistic jerk bags you know what i mean right especially if you have money exactly although some people aren't getting that message Uh, It it is uh, probably a valuable lesson for children to learn growing up that it's not the only thing they should strive for, but you should also probably sit them down and go, hey, Billy, don't be poor. Hello? Billy. Billy. The Detroit Lions announced yesterday officially that they have hired Dan Campbell as the team's new head coach. Are you excited for the hire, Big J? Dan Campbell? I mean, I don't, I guess. I don't care. It's the Detroit Lions, man. You familiar with his role in the NFL as a player? Yeah, back in the uh, the good old days. Remember him? Uh, where does Dallas he... Cowboys? Uh, right? Yeah, played for the. Well, he he played a lot of places. Played for the Saints. Played for the uh, probably most famously for the Giants is where he got most of his playing time. Uh, and then of course he was the interim coach in Miami for a couple of games, but did not get that gig. And then he's kind of been bouncing around a little bit, and now he'll be the head coach and uh, the fun gentleman that's running things in he's Detroit. Fun. Sure. Everybody that played with him appears to say that he's a fun dude and a good coach. And so 
maybe he'll do fine. Listen, you can't do much worse than Patricia. So, uh, well, that's what they said before when they replaced the Patricia with the guy they replaced him with. So, who knows what's going to happen there in Detroit? They've got a lot of decisions to make whether Matt Stafford's going to be part of that team or not, and a lot of holes to fill. Uh, there's a lot of issues with that Lions squad. So, we'll see if the tight ends coach can figure it out. If you are a fan of Amazon's The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, you'll be happy to know that the show's fourth season is officially back underway getting filmed. It was supposed to be all in the can and ready to go by this point. As a matter of fact, they were going to do all the shooting in New York City in the summer months of last year. But of course, you can thank COVID for shutting that down. And it started back up this week and so did HBO's Succession, another show that is critically acclaimed that was supposed to get started filming in the summer of last year. Now both are up and running in the New York Bay series. Production should should get up and running fully in about a week or so, and they do expect those seasons to air on your television a little bit later on this year. It's just a little bit later than they thought because of COVID protocol. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. You could win! A Boise meal deal from Papa Murphy's Take and Bake Pizza. It's uh, got a family-sized pepperoni pizza on original or thin crust cookie dough. Nick, you can make some fresh cookies. Oh, delicious. Classic cheesy bread, two-liter soft drink. Ah, uh, your choice there, by the way. All could be yours if you can beat me in Pop Culture Smackdown. Good luck. Here's our phone number, 208-287-1003. Give that, call a, or give that number a call right now if you want to play a little game called Pop Culture Smackdown. You must defeat Big J in order to claim this prize, which would be mailed out to you, hopefully making you feel good about yourself, maybe even other people, on this Thursday morning. Hello, The X. Hey, how's it going? We're good, man. What's your name? I'm Drew. All right, Drew, you're up first. Drew, Catching Fire and Mocking Jay are part of what Suzanne Collins' book series that was later turned into a series of movies? Um... I don't know. Oh. oh. Wrong. Right, Drew, thanks for calling. We appreciate it. Somebody maybe was yelling the answer to you there. <laughs> Sorry. Hello, the X. Hey, how's it going? Good, man. Uh, Catching Fire and Mocking Jay are part of what Suzanne Collins book series that was later turned into a movie series? Uh. I don't know. Wrong. All right, man. I already feel like on top of the world because I know the answer. Hello, the X. Hi, I was calling to play the pop culture game. Wonderful. Catching Fire and Mocking Jay are part of what Suzanne Collins book series that was later turned into a movie series? The Hunger Games. Right. That is correct. What is your name, please? I'm Mackenzie. Mackenzie, you're taking on Big J. Big J, for over a decade, actress Stephanie Courtney has played Flo, the spokeswoman for what company? Progressive. Insurance is right. correct. Mackenzie, back to you. Throughout Major League Baseball, the number 42 was re- retired for every team to honor what L.A. Dodgers legend? Oh, shit. <coughs> that ain't going to work. Mackenzie, we love no. you. You cannot swear on the radio. We have to instantly hang up on you. Sorry. Hello, the X. Hello. Hey. Uh, throughout Major League Baseball, the number 42 is retired by every team to honor what Dodgers legend? Oh, uh, Babe Ruth? Babe Ruth. Wrong. Never played for the Dodgers. Hello, the X. The Achilles heel. Hello. Hey, uh, throughout Major League Baseball, the number 42 was retired by every team to honor what Dodgers legend? 
Jackie Robinson. There you go. Right. Good job. Big J, in Greek myth- mythology, what character's wings melt when he flies too close to the sun? Icarus. That is correct. Right. Uh, what's your name, sir? <laughs> yeah. Oh, what is it? Chris, Chris uh, according to the Constitution, Chris, what's the minimum age required to become the President of the United States? Uh, I think it's 35. Right. That is correct. Big I J. got that wrong a couple weeks ago. Uh, that's right. Uh, pilot Sully Sullenberger gained fame for using what New York River as a landing strip? The Hudson. Right. That is correct. Back to you, Chris. Uh, the Washington Monument was the tallest structure in the world until it was surpassed by what landmark in Paris, France? I'm going to say the Eiffel Tower. Right. That is correct. Big J, what instrument is created to use the wah-wah voice of Charlie Brown's teacher in all the cartoons? Um, the wah-wah pedal? Jimi Hendrix wah pedal. Wrong. Not officially an instrument, Big J. Should be. Uh, What if I I told you it was a brass instrument? Would that help you? Probably a trumpet? Wrong. Right. Got it on the third try. Congratulations, man. You got yourself that uh, Papa John's or Papa Murphy's beautiful Boise meal deal. Hang on just one second. We'll get some information from you. Make sure you're all set and good to go. And there is your pop culture smackdown. We will do a run of headlines. That's happening next on the X Rocks. It's time for headlines on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Headlines brought to you by Team Mazda and the pre-owned Superstore. They've got a website. It's called GoTeamMazda.com. You can check it out for your next new or used car adventure. Everything you need is online right there waiting for you at GoTeamMazda.com. Headlines are as follows, Big J. Not fair, not cool, and just not true. Uh, not cool. All right. Police officers don't regularly steal donuts, for the record, but authorities in Utah say they got a call from a 7-Eleven in Lehigh on Sunday saying that a man wearing a sheriff's deputy's jacket had come in, just took a donut, and then walked right the hell out of the store. The worker described the thief as driving a white truck, one that fit the description of a vehicle that had been reported stolen. Police were able to catch the truck at a local motel. Police arrested 47-year-old Daniel Wright and 40-year-old Christian Olson. Both were charged with possessing a stolen vehicle. And Wright was also hitting, hit with charges that included impersonating an officer and stealing a donut. Apparently, the deputy sheriff deputy's jacket was in the truck that the guy stole and decided it would be a good idea to swipe some food using that. And like, you know, I'm a cop. Maybe I'll get away with taking a donut. And uh, neither of that worked. And that's how exactly they got caught. So bad planning. Don't steal things. Don't impersonate an officer. Don't steal trucks either, Big J. Don't, don't be a douchebag. Not fair or just not true? Just not true. We sometimes get stuck thinking that everything was so much better, so much easier in the past. It's one of the tricks that our minds play on us, especially when we're feeling vulnerable or overwhelmed. However... Rarely is it actually the case that things were objectively better in the past. Psychologists refer to this as the flawed thought pattern as rosy retrospection, Big J. It is a well-studied cognitive bias. It happens because we think about the past, we're more likely to think about people, events, places, things, and abstract, and put a little bit more of a positive spin on things. Well, we survived it. And when we think about things in the abstract, we're more likely to focus on those positive generalities than the nitty-gritty and sometimes gory details. So when you look at things like, uh, oh, man, think about how easier it was, you know, whatever. Odds are it probably wasn't as easy as you thought. It's just you're looking back on things positively because you have the benefit of time in order to do that. But living in the now, apparently, Big J is the best thing ever. Uh, yeah. 
Wrap it up with not fair. Never underestimate the power of your dreams. A Toronto woman says she's been using the same lottery numbers since they came to her husband in a dream two decades ago. And with those numbers, Big J, she managed to win $50 million with a jackpot recently with him. Damn! Her name is uh, Dang Peladronium, and she tells lottery officials that the numbers she chose for the drawing on December 1st of last year, the Lotto Max drawing, were the same ones that she has used for the past 20 years after her husband dreamed of a series of five numbers. She says that her $47.1 million jackpot will bring some welcome relief. She was laid off from her job because of the COVID-19 pandemic, so now she's got damn near $50 million in the bank and is feeling pretty good about it. Why can't I have those kind of dreams? Yeah, I, I, I remember the numbers? I mean, I didn't think you made it up. I think you made up those numbers. Well, it worked for him. Yeah, So there's yeah. that. But, like, you know, you just have dreams of dinosaurs chasing you or weird sex dreams you talk about all the time. Yeah. Never lotto number dreams. Though. I know. It's unfortunate. Sorry. I guess the lesson here is if you have number dreams, use them. It might work out for you. Now, she was playing the long game, of course. It did take 20 years for them to cash in. So but it's, still, it's not like it that's happened a right big away. time cash in. Worth the wait. I guess so. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your headlines. You're up to date on everything. That's the Foo Fighters and shame, shame here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. And the kids are finally starting to get it, aren't they? Yeah, uh, they are. <laughs> and uh, thanks to TikTok, a, a user had posted uh, a, a, just a, a small you know, question and I named something you didn't know was expensive until you became an adult and living out on your own. And the answers were kind of interesting, Nick. Uh, as you can imagine, uh, one of the first ones was children. Mm-hmm. That's, of course, super expensive. Uh, toilet paper came up on there. Yep. Cable. Mm-hmm. You got eating healthy food. Yeah, healthy food is very expensive. Yep. Uh, and here's an interesting one. Pillows. Not just regular pig pillows, but decorative pillows. This reminds me of, of uh, a, a uh, discovery that I had made, uh, I want to say, like, five years ago. As I was making my first, you know, decorative pillow purchase for a new couch and I, of course, went on someplace and thought I found a deal, and uh, I bought some, and it turns out I just paid a ridiculous amount of money for pillow coverings, not the pillows themselves. <laughs> and they didn't come with the cut, co- and I was like, well, I don't, what am I going to do? So I ended up having to take back the coverings and then uh, find actual decorative pillows for me. Yes, they are expensive. It's insane. Yeah. Uh, cheese. Yes, cheese can be expensive. <laughs> I mean, Unless you get the a craft mattress singles. to sleep on. You know, these are things kids are provided by us <laughs> that they don't realize, you know, what a dent in the wallet that can make when you're out there living on your own. Dents can be expensive. And I've got a kid who just bought a house, Nick. Uh-huh. So, you know, we buy routinely groceries for her and things just to help out because there's a lot on, on their plate that they didn't know or, or couldn't expect uh, that we knew about. Um, but, but, you know when you just get out there started it's hard yeah i remember like when i first kind of got out on my own i realized you know uh, what was i was surprised at how much like different types of insurance was you know because you oh, need God. homeowners insurance you need renters insurance you need yeah. all this kind of stuff and i was just like you know it, it doesn't necessarily uh come to you like all at once where you start to go wow but then when you add it up and you're like oh my god between car insurance and everything else i'm paying like 300 dollars a month in insurance well it'd be nice <laughs> crazy don't don't have eight cars right exactly yeah uh those things are some of those (laughs) things our kids still don't know anything about (laughs) that's your own fault 
No, we're good parents. Could be. Uh, but either way, uh, it is certainly a, a wake-up call for a lot of things. Anything that struck you as something that was ridiculously expensive when you struck out on your own? Um, no, I mean, I think that I knew everything was expensive, but I was just super spoiled. I mean, you know, much like my, my, my mom paid my car insurance forever. And so, you know, I, I just knew it was expensive. I just couldn't afford it. Right, right. So I didn't think I was really surprised by anything. Uh, I, I think here in this list, like, let's talk about those pillows for a second. I would never even imagine buying a decorative pillow. I'm like, why the hell would I do that? Oh, for your couch or something? Sure. But as a as a single dude, right. there's no I'm like, why would I buy it? That's dumb. <laughs> I didn't buy decorative stuff until I was a single oh, dude. Oh, okay. I thought you were being weird. a fancy ass. No, no, not at all. I just was like, you know what? I like to lay down on the couch. I would Even like some still, couch pillows. I'm like, I'm just going to have to, you know, get this pillow out of my way. I'm going to sit here. Let me tell you something I didn't know until recently was incredibly expensive. Uh, uh, up until uh, recently, like the new place I just moved into, all hardwood floors, right? So I I've mostly lived in carpeted places, yeah. which I, I haven't had to think about. Uh, up until recently, I was like, you know what? I don't want to scratch up the new hardwood floors. It's a brand new place. I need to buy some rugs. I had no idea oh, how expensive what a like rugs are. It's like, if you want to get a big like I bought a big rug for my living room. I mean, I was looking at things that were like eight, nine hundred dollars. I'm like, what? Yeah. How? Why? It's insane how Get much rugs the rug can be. business. Oh my goodness, it's insane. A racket. The other thing are frames. Frames are expensive as hell too. Another racket. I know. I wish we had some framed pictures around here to put up. I wish we had somebody that would hang them up. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's expensive stuff around every corner. Just be aware, everybody. It never stops being surprising no matter how old you are. We got ourselves some bad impressions. Those are next on the X-Rock. Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X. Yeah, here for bad impressions, we'll get you hooked up with a, a an X-Rock's care package, Nick. Morning After style. What does that mean? It's got a. Uh, it's gonna have a gator in it, an X Rocks gator, uh -huh. an X Rocks sticker, and I'll get you a CD. Seether's brand new latest album. Oh, nice! Sounds like a plan. If you want this prize package, uh, we'll mail it all out to you. Now is the time to get on the phone to play 208-287-1003. Bad impressions works like this. Big J has curated three clues around somebody pretty famous. Figure out who that famous person is, and we are sending you a prize package courtesy of the prize closet. Hello, the X. Good morning. Good morning, man. What's your name? Good morning. All right, Dan, you're up first. <laughs> no. Get to the chopper. I don't know who could this possibly be. Let's go, please. Oh, uh, oh, I wasn't prepared for that. Um, come with me if you want to live. It's my little Yeah, good job, my friend. Yeah, well you, done. You're actually doing better than I, I am. I was to say, dueling impressions that may have been won by the color. Uh, why is Arnold Schwarzenegger in the news? Couple reasons here. He just got he, he just got vaccinated. Yep. He told the person vaccinating him, "Come with me if you want to live." Just a series of repeating his one-liners for I know, movies. but who cares? It's great. It is great. <laughs> it's his life now. I know. Uh, and uh, betvictor.com. I don't know what that is, but uh, they've analyzed the five. They, they, what they've done, they decided they want to find the greatest action hero, Nick. And so they created an AI 
Okay. Uh, and and an algorithm. So they took the five biggest action films from ten of the most popular action heroes on the planet, charting every punch thrown, every high speed chase, and every villain defeated, and placed them into an algorithm. It gave the candidates scores based on a variety of weighted factors, including box office grosses, Rotten Tomato scores, catchphrases used, and the number of times they've cheated death. Uh, after all the numbers are ta- tabulated, the number one uh, on that list, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Congratulations. Number two, Jason Statham. All right. Number three, and this is a real eyebrow raiser, Bruce Willis. Okay. Number four, Jet Li. And number five, Tom Cruise. Boy, Slide doesn't even come in the top five. Yeah, he comes in sixth. You'd think with punch, they didn't obviously count Rocky movies here because they have punches, hits, and throws 89. And I'm like, that's more, that there was maybe six times that in Rocky Four alone. Right, right. I, I agree. So, but then, I mean, I guess the other question is, is are the Rocky movies considered action movies? Yeah, though? probably not, I guess. Uh, Jet Li threw 546 punches. Yeah, that'll do it. But uh, uh, there you go. Congratulations. Arnold Schwarzenegger, then officially the ba- biggest action film star of all time? Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, you know, according to this, they're, they're not sure how accurate some of this is. Uh, well, that so. being said, I mean, I don't I don't see much of an issue with it. I would probably yeah. say he is. Yeah, no, you definitely, I mean, just in, in commando alone. I mean, he takes out an entire army by himself. So, Morning After with Nick and Big J. We wrap up the show here next on the X-Rocks. <laughs> Rob Zombie. Little King Freak action to wrap up the morning after with Nick and Big J on this Thursday morning. Thanks for hanging out with us. We appreciate it. Big J uh, shared some bad news for those of you that are looking for Hitman 3 data to carry over today and then receive some even worse news during the course of the show today for himself uh, involving Hitman 3. So that has not gone as planned. Uh, That's okay. It'll be ironed out, actually. I wasn't planning on playing it right away anyway, so... By the time I get around to it, it'll be fixed. Love it. Love it. The Nerd Alert today was on point. We also had a chance to uh, maybe uh, Big J, although when we talked about it on the air, was not into the air fryer Uncrustables, but he saw some videos. All of a sudden, you're thinking about it. Yeah, huh? now I'll try it out. <laughs> what happened? You just had to see it in action? Yeah, yeah. Either way. I'm a visual guy. We, uh, we maybe, well, you're in a bad medium for that, my friend. Uh, maybe then you uh, should do a video of it and we can check it out and see if it's any good. Yeah. Big J like uh, food review, if you will, of uh, the hot, uh, delicious, air-fried Uncrustables, which now Big J may try and could very well change his life, which is what I thought when I originally told him about it, but he poo-pooed it and now he's into it. Uh, but this is the roller coaster ride that you know. Is my oh, yeah, always my first response uh, for your ideas in particular is to just poop on them. Right, and slowly but surely comes around, and then I get a you're right text about a year and a half later. Uh, that's how this stuff works. No, usually be like, I wish you told me about that this air fried corn crust. That does thing. drive me crazy when I tell him about stuff, and then he tells it's me it's about a year later. the only way I can get a damn reaction out of you. <laughs> a year later, when he goes, why didn't anybody tell me about this stuff? We've worked together for almost fourteen years, and the only reaction I can get out of the man is when I do that, and it never <laughs> fails. So I use it sparingly. There you go. Uh, next set of X-Rock is brought to you by the good people over at Team Mazda and the pre-owned Superstore. Check out their website, GoTeamMazda.com. That leaves you with the floor, Big J. Oh, um, right on. I wasn't and I'm prepared for that. I realized I was over here monkeying around. <laughs> Segment hasn't go, changed go in America. like two years. Go America. All right, so there's Big J's uh, moment in the sun. Hopefully it was worth it. Jason Drew, he is up next. We will see you tomorrow. It's the X-Rocks.